0: the while you are single podcast and enjoy the show here is oj Tokes.:
1: welcome to another edition of the while you're single podcast i hope the podcast has been a blessing to you especially our series on what marriage is like the panel discussion hope you have been learning from it enjoy and um since we're talking about sex outside of marriage i want
2: to ask you about sex inside of marriage
1: yeah. and so this is for the family. This is what I mean. uh, This am I mean. here, uh, uh, initially, at least initially. It says in the Bible about uh, not depriving yourself in marriage. Um, I want to ask the guys, is that a reality or what's the real deal for this? I mean, like um, getting cut off. Talk to us, how do we avoid that?
3: What's the reality of that? Kind of break it down for us. Somebody please help us.
2: <laughs>
1: He's asking, is she holding back? She holding back? Like, are there times when your wife refuses to, you know, make love to you and stuff like that? You know, how do you handle that? Is that real? Stuff like that. Two guys, please, real quick. (laughs) Who wants to take it? I
4: go back to my word communication. Like, if you fight what everybody fights, you know, you get mad. And there can be some doors that are closed if there's something that, you know brought to the table and worked out. It's just, yeah, it happens. But it is there because you're married, and it's great, too. <laughs> you do know what you do. I mean, we have two
5: kids. It's there. Okay.
6: <laughs> Anybody
2: wants to? Say? Okay. I guess.
6: <laughs>
2: are you married? No, no I'm not. Uh, you can't know nothing about this, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Well, we got five kids. And, uh, yeah. We got five kids, one adopted uh, and five kids. So we have on from the adopted uh, young lady. She's 20 now. We've had her for three years. And um, 16, 12 tomorrow, uh, seven next week, uh, four in 10 months. Yeah. Amaya is seven? Amaya's I going to be seven. On the wow. Temple. And um, so I, I, I got molested when I was eight, got into pornography at eight, got into, you know, like learning this is what women are supposed to look like, this is how they're supposed to treat men, and, you know, started having sex at 13 and, you know, just all that, that whole lifestyle. Um, so coming into the marriage, I brought, you know, and, and this is what I was going to say earlier to protect yourself going into marriage wait till you've become whole because the bible says uh, uh, the, the world says marriage is 50/50 you know but it's really 100/100 you're supposed to pour yourself out without expecting anything in return into your spouse while you know the same thing happens you know in return to you without expecting it it's it's god's it's john 3:16 in marriage he poured out everything and even though he's not going to get the return of the people that are going to hell. You know, but his love, that didn't affect the way he poured out his love. And so to to protect you, wait till you're whole. You see, there are many people who are holy, but not holy, H-O-L-Y, they're holy. So a chunk was taken out of me when I was a kid at eight, and I was trying to fill that hole, that void. The Bible says in Genesis that the earth was without form and void, and that's where one-third of the an- fallen angels and Lucifer lived, in the void, in the dark places. So we carry voids from things that have happened to us, and those are just open opportunities for the enemy to live in those places. And so I'm trying to fill those voids. I was trying to fill it with sex and drugs and alcohol. So when I get into the marriage, I'm expecting her to perform Based on you know, and, you know, based on these things, and so we didn't really start to have make love until years into you know until really being touched by God and understanding what it's like. So I didn't go into the room expecting something. I went into the room expecting to give something, you know, and that's spiritually, that's physical. I mean, th- I, this pastor friend of mine crazy he's like man we we were singing worship while we were doing it and, and the music and I was like well I ain't that churchy church yet <laughs> we had music on but it wasn't worship bedroom <laughs> uh, is undefiled is it the Bible? Okay, but, uh, but it start, we started to understand each other more and, and understand that even when it came to sex it was about giving to the other person rather than receiving Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't want to keep everybody here, so I just want to ask you guys one, um, two last questions, okay? Real quick, if you don't mind, to all the couples. If there is one thing you will have done differently before you got married, what will it be? If there was one thing you will have done differently before you got married, what will it be? Now, if you don't have nothing, that's fine. Just say no, but if there is. That what
6: you got?
7: Well, I think I would have probably spent more time with his his family. Okay. I mean, they're far away, but I would have spent more time getting to, to And I don't mind traveling, even though he doesn't like <laughs> traveling that much. I would have um, gone there more because you you I you know I love his family. We've grown together over the past few years. But I, the more I knew know about Kweku, as much as I've learned. I learned so much more once I started spending more time with them. I learned okay. a lot more about him and who he is um, after spending more time with them. And that was after we were married, but I think it would have been even sweeter had I spent even more time learning them more learning him more. And then I think even more. it was sweet, but it could have been even better.
1: Okay, that's good. That's good. You guys, any?
0: for me um, knowing who I am identity and being confident in that
3: I think sometimes just really understanding how different men and women are not just this person and that person but men and women are very very different and I just didn't realize how different until I got married, (laughs) like, wow. Because you know I I saw my parents married 30 something years and I'm seeing the fruit of their harvest in their years of marriage, years of practice. So I went into my marriage expecting 30 years of work when it was brand spanking new, you know? And so it was a little bit of a disillusionment as to the work involved in cultivating what I was seeing over 30 years of work, you know, uh, cultivating that in our relationship
1: thank you
5: um, one thing for me was i wish we had i had, we had sat down early on and established a good like, financial goals early on in our marriage because we didn't really do that until like later later and um like you said like lack of, lack of communication over the finances they created a lot of fights and a lot of, um, you know, we weren't on the same page. Like, I was spending money, he was making the money. I'm like, just swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> 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 He's like, we got to pay the life bill. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wish we had, like, you know, now we live on a very strict budget because we have these goals and we know that they're right around the corner. But if we had started sooner and like sat down and really established those goals, you know, who, who knows where we would be today.
4: I would say learn myself. I had no clue what a mom was, what a dad was, what a husband's role or wife's role, or none of that. I just I didn't even know think I wanted to get married. So when we did, I said, "Okay, I can handle this. I can do this." You know, I'll learn as I go. But I do wish I was better prepared to know my position, my my role, as well as her, so we can help and teach each other just learn what you can and whatever it is that you want to learn because knowledge is, is of it. I think it would have done us better we're good now we're great but it could have been better sooner yes. 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 thank
1: you and finally real quick
2: just am to share a stat real quick Okay. most people spend um, 60 hours planning for their wedding that lasts a day and 6 hours planning for their marriage through counseling that lasts a lifetime Wow.
1: (laughs) Okay, finally, real quick for each couple. What is the one thing you would tell singles who want to get married to do before they get married? What is the one thing you would tell singles who want to get married to do before they get married? Um, I would say just simply communicate. Um, Talk about everything. Make sure you bring up all the different Likes, dislikes. Make sure that you're on the same page going in so that it, it minimizes surprises and it prepares you. Thank you.
2: Um, do your best to, you know, the Bible says abide in him as he abides in you. Do your best to abide in him because the Bible says he's the truth and anything outside of the truth is a lie. Amen. Anything outside of the truth. Not, not honesty, the truth. Not fact, truth outweighs fact. Anything outside of the truth, that's God's word, is a lie. So if you abide in him, you're abiding in truth. The minute you step out, you're in a realm of lies. Where the enemy has the opportunity to just, he's got a fourth tongue. So he puts a little bit of truth with a little bit of lie. And that's how he gets us.
1: Thank you.
6: Uh, know who you are in Christ. Just know who you are in the Lord. Uh, seek him. Um, I totally went blank. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, just, uh, what was the question again?
1: What is no, the one like thing, <laughs> <laughs> what is the one thing you would tell singles who want to get married to do before they get married?
6: The devil is a liar. <laughs> I mean, like, really, know who you are in Christ. Know the voice of the Holy Spirit. I mean, consecrate yourself know who you are, know what you want, write down. I wrote down physical attributes, number one. I like curly hair. I mean, I want a beautiful wife. That's men. Men are physical first. I mean, that seems like fleshly, but no, that's just how men are wired. So just wait on God's best. Uh, Watch, pray for laser discernment, and watch for counterfeits. Okay. Um, One thing that
4: I think is very important to do is to
5: establish Godly counsel around you before you get married. Because when the problems come up, because they will come up, I mean, whether they're small, big, or huge, they're going to come up. And it's important to have people that are rooted in Christ who you can confide in. Because you don't want to put your business on Facebook. And you don't want to tell your mom or your mother-in-law because they're quickly going to choose signs. Amen. And the small problems that got you manage your husband, they're going to magnify it and magnify. it. So you want to have one or two people who you can each go to, not the same person because, oh my God, that person will probably not be your friend again. <laughs> But y'all need to you know, each have your own people you can confide in who will give you godly advice yes. instead of just saying, girl, you need to leave that man. <laughs> you know, because as we have said, marriage is work. Okay. But you need to know that problems are going to come up. And it's okay to have those problems. But it's okay to you know where to steer to get over those problems Amen. and to overcome them. Amen. That's good. That's good. Just <laughs>
6: Go ahead. Go ahead. Accountability. Yeah, amen. Have account mature, mature accountability in Christ. You know, not your parents, not his parents, not not your parents, not his parents. You know what I mean? Like we don't take our problems to her parents. We don't take our problems to my parents because they don't forget. You got to go to people who are mature in the Lord that are not going to judge you, that are not going to hold it against you, and. Yes, that's not family. I would say
3: when you're single, make sure that you are addressing spiritual and practical. Because sometimes we just weigh on the spiritual. Oh, he's a worshiper. Okay, this is me. Oh, he's a worshiper. Oh, he knows the word. He lives the word. Oh, my gosh. But I, I wasn't really paying attention to practical things, you know? And so I think it's important to, let's talk about fine. And we did. We did talk about finances and stuff like that before we got married. But make sure you hit on those practical things. If you're intermarrying interracially, You got to talk about some things, you know, you really, culture, I knew my husband was Hispanic, and I knew I was a career woman working and all that, and I didn't want to be doing everything when I got home. So I asked him when we were dating, how do you feel about the both, um, you know, parents or both spouses working outside of them, who do you feel is responsible for the house? I needed to know that, because I didn't want to spend all my time cleaning the house after two people when I'm used to doing it for one, and we both work. See, so, I, and I had to ask these things because I, I'm familiar with the culture, you know? And so I needed to know, do you live biblically or culturally, right. you know? Uh, I wanted to know those things because now we're bringing a child in. That's a lot more responsibility. I'm not doing that by myself, you know? Yeah, yeah. So talk about the practical things as well as if you want to be debt-free or you live debt-free, how much debt do you have? <laughs> how much debt do you have? Because I'm debt-free, baby. You know, I need to know what kind of of debt you have that I'm accepting into my relationship and how did you get that debt because I don't believe in credit cards do you do that you know these are things that you have to talk about the practical things and if you're wondering what are the practical things uh, easy exercises take a look at your life how do you spend your money? How do you spend your time? What do you do for entertainment? Ask yourself these type of questions. Know what you like, and then see, do they do and live by the same principles, especially when you're gonna be bringing children. You're gonna be leaving a legacy. So are you leaving the bondage of debt on the child? You know, are you are you going into the marriage like that? You know, do did you come from a family where when everybody's mad, they cuss each other out, and then the next time at the barbecue, they're, ah, oh, T.C
0: while you are single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org That is Ministries.org christian inspirational hip-hop check out oj tokes christian inspirational hip-hop album a breath of fresh air which is now available on itunes google play amazon and other music outlets you can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org thanks again for listening to the while you are single podcast which oj tokes presents weekly every monday If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.